This is a place for powerful women. You've never followed their rules, and now is not the time to start. Whether you want to travel full-time, run your dream business, or retire early on a beach, I've got you covered. Each week, I'll give you tactical tips and strategies to build wealth in a way that's significant to you. No matter what your goal is, the path is out there. This is the Money Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Todd. Get ready to light it up. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Money Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Todd. I'm still really jammed to be having a podcast, to be honest. This is like probably not going to rub off for the first couple (laughs) weeks or months. I love podcasts, and so I'm thrilled to have one of my own. But today we're really going to talk about how to workshop your financial goal. I think a lot of times as creatives or as dreamers or as just people who like want better for ourselves and our lives, it's easy to have these what if, you know, this what if ideas. So for you, it might be, what if I got out of debt? What if I actually was able to pay off my student loans? What if I paid off my car? What if I tr- lived abroad for six months? What if I bought my dream house in like the most expensive part of town, right? Like we have these big dreams and we kind of write them off um, and leave them as dreams because we are like, well, I actually don't know how the hell I would get from this idea of like getting out of debt what does that actually mean? How do I actually do that? How do I break it down from like this big, audacious, lofty dream into something that I can put baby steps behind, something that I can actually like take actual individual steps, like what I need to do today or next week or next month or next year to like get me towards that goal. And so today I really want to talk about the framework that I use um, with my clients that I use myself in accomplishing any goal, um, but specifically financial goals too, because I think obviously this is the Money Confident podcast, but I think uh, so often we get lost or just frustrated with our finances because it's, we, I don't know about you guys, but I always felt like other people had money or other people could live those kind of dreams and I wasn't that kind of person. Um, But now that I'm actually on the other side, now that I actually not only do it myself, but then help other people to live their dreams and, you know, pay off debt and get rid of their student loans and like buy their dream house, like it's, it just lights me up and I want to help you guys do the same. Um, so here's the framework, and um, it's kind of funny because you work backwards. So it's your past, your present, and your future, right? But to actually break it down and to turn your financial goal into like an actual reality, into an actual plan, then we do it backwards. So it's future, then present, then past. I kind of go through with a general example. Um, let's say you decide next year you want to live um, abroad for three months. Like when coronavirus is over, you're going to like get out of here. Like your travel's killing you. Like you haven't been out of town forever. So you're like, okay, next year I want to live in Bali for three months. Okay, cool. Awesome. Awesome dream. Love that for you. We'll come visit you. Um, So the first thing about that financial goal is like, live in Bali for three months is very vague. Like, yes, you're specific on the destination. Yes, you're specific on the amount of time you want to live there. But like, what does that actually mean, right? Like, what's the amount of money that I'm going to need to do that? Like, how, you know, how am I going to get there? What am I going to do for work? Like, there's a lot of aspects that go into a financial goal, especially a goal like live in Bali for three months. So the first thing that you need to do when planning that future, when planning um, your goal and turning it into an actual financial plan or finance, you know, something that you can achieve is figuring out what that actually means. So live in Bali for 
three months turns into, you know, look at your finances. Like, what do you normally pay in rent and, you know, expenses? How much is your flight going to be to get over there? Like, what are you going to do with your job? Will you be able to take a hiatus from work? Do you need to have money saved so that you can not work while you're there? Like, these are, you know, figuring out and like getting nitty gritty into the details of like what that actually looks like. Because once, you know, you're able to turn live in Bali for three months into an actual figure, let's say you decide it's $15,000 between like your living expenses, you're not going to work because, you know, it's only three months, you're just going to hang out and like live your best life in Bali for three months. Like you figure $15,000 is enough for your flight, your reservations, like everything. That's your number, right? Like it's way easier to uh, make a plan to save $15,000 than getting overwhelmed or getting stuck on, I want to live in Bali, but I don't know how to do that, right? Like once you have kind of like a number figure or like a specific goal that you can accomplish or that you can work towards that guarantees you that future, it's a lot easier to break it down, right? Like $15,000 is a lot simpler um, to break down into weekly and monthly and yearly goals because it's a number. It's not like a big, vague thing. Um, so that's always the first thing I always say, like break down that future goal, whatever it is for you. Maybe it's buy a house or, um, get out of debt. Like first things first is figure out what that future actually looks like, like get specific. And then also you want to get really, really clear on why it's important to you. Um, I feel like future is always like where people get stuck, right? Cause they have these like big dreams but they're not sure how to accomplish them or like they're not sure what it means to even start. Um, but then two, you have to be really, really clear on your why because it's going to be uncomfortable. Like if you've never saved $15,000, if you've never lived abroad in Bali, you're going to have to change some things about the way that you live. You're going to have to get uncomfortable. You're going to have to save money. You're going to have to say no to brunch or maybe target with friends. And so like if your why or the reason you're doing it is not big enough, is not motivating enough, is not like a strong enough of a desire, you will never accomplish that goal. So that's why I say like, it's nice to have a goal um, that's like, I want to get out of debt. I want to you know, I don't want to have student loans anymore. And while those are nice and while those can definitely be motivating enough for some people, I always like to push it a little further. So like, why do you want to get out of debt? Why do you want to live in Bali? Like, Digging down and getting to those emotional reasons of like, okay, I want to get out of debt because I'm tired of stressing out about it. Um, I'll be able to quit this job that I hate <laughs> because my bills will be lower if I don't have debt. And then I can travel more and spend time with my dog and take a camping trip across the United States. You know what I mean? Like you have to make it so, so serious because if you don't, if you don't have a strong why, if you don't have a reason why you're doing it, that's big enough, that's strong enough, you're going to have a hard time sticking to the plan. Um, so that's the first thing. Get really, really clear on the future. Get specific, like turn that big idea, whatever your financial goal is into a specific number or figure that you can work towards. Um, and then also get really clear on why you're doing it. Because like I said, if your why is not big enough, the rest of this doesn't even matter because you won't be dedicated or motivated to make the changes required to actually get to that goal. Um, the next thing is the present, right? This is um, <laughs> probably the least sexy of all the three categories. Well, I, don't, I won't say that finance is sexy in general. Um, 
but this is like the least sexy, right? These are like the habits. This is the actual plan. Like, you know, you need to save $15,000. You know, you need to pay off your $30,000 in debt, but like, this is the actual plan. Like, okay, I'm going to put away $500 a month or $200 a month. Basically, the present is where you go to build the roadmap to the future that you've gotten clear on, right? So the most important thing with creating a plan is making sure it's realistic and realistic, not in the sense that I, let me back up. I truly believe you can accomplish any goal that you have, whether that is be a millionaire or a trillionaire, like Jeff Bezos, like you can do it, anything out there, but you have to have a defined future. You've got to have a realistic plan to get there, right? So it may not be realistic for you to save $500 every single month if you're living on a tight budget. I always compare it to like when you start a diet. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but like I've never been good at <laughs> restricting myself when it comes to like bread or sweets or wine, right? But it's like if you, you know, you say spring break is coming up or something like that, your sister's wedding, and you're like, I really need to lose 15 pounds. So to do that, I'm going to give up bread and sugar and no wine and I'm keto now, but also vegetarian and vegan. Like, I feel like that's the method most people take with their finances. And like, we've all been there, right? We've all done the thing. And the diet might go well for two hours, two weeks, two days, but like, eventually that baby's going to crash and burn. Why? Because it was too restrictive. Like, you still need to be able to live your life between now and your sister's wedding. And similar with your finances, like you have to live your life, like you have to be able to enjoy the life that you're living between now and two years from now when you're going to live in Bali. I think sometimes what we do as humans is like we like to be all or nothing, like we're not working on any financial goal or like we're going to like totally crack down, never go to Target again, never going to brunch with my girlfriends. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to find an equal balance. You have to find ways to enjoy yourself or at least enjoy the things that you love the most while you're working on this goal. Because I always say like personal finance is a marathon. It's not a sprint. If you're working on a big audacious goal, like getting out of debt, paying off your mortgage, paying off your student loans, like that's not something that's going to happen in two months. And it's unrealistic. It's, it's um, not only unrealistic, but honestly cruel to deny yourself. Like I'm not going to have any fun whatsoever. I'm not going to go on vacation. I'm going to eat beans and rice for two years to pay off my student loans. Like, yes, it's possible. And yes, some people definitely do it. But I think for me, at least, and for I think this is the strategy I always go with for my clients, like you're way more likely to not only stick to the plan, the whole like two, three, four, five year plan, but also enjoy it. If you can still go to Target, if you can still go shopping, if you can still go on vacation, if you can still buy your dog the expensive fancy dog food because she's spoiled. You know what I mean? I think it's so important that you don't deny yourself because like I said, it's just, you need to be able to stick to the plan. It needs to be realistic. Like you don't want to put away a dollar every single month. You still want to make some traction towards your goals, but you have to do it in a way that honors you and honors where you are with your journey. And so like figure out your budget, crunch some numbers, see how much wiggle room you have in your budget. But then also, once you've kind of gotten that number, be realistic with yourself. Like, okay, I can put away $500 every single month, but like, would I feel a little bit better if I put away three? And this, you know, this goal that would be two years is now two and a half years. Like, 
it's really about making sure that your habits, that your everyday routine um, really honors you and really embraces the life that you want to live. So the last part is your past. And this is, I keep saying sexy, but it's like, (laughs) and none of this is sexy, but this is probably the hardest for people to deal with. Um, But it's so, so important. I think a lot of times, I mean, kind of like any goal that you set that maybe you've struggled with or haven't been able to achieve in the past. It's taking an honest look at what has held you back in the past. Is it your habits? Is it that you were too restrictive? Is it that you couldn't stay motivated? Like looking at the things that have held you back in the past can be so powerful when it comes to setting and achieving a new goal. I think a lot of times what we do when we maybe fall short of a goal or fall off the wagon, like, you know, we said we were going to save a thousand dollars and, you know, we put away 200, but then something happened and we fell off the wagon and then we forgot about the goal for six months. Like really look at that and say like, okay, what happened? What triggered me? What got in the way? Like, because once you look at those things and kind of practice that self-awareness and know the patterns and habits and routines that have held you back in the past, you can put together a plan before you even start to then avoid those same pitfalls, right? Like, you know that every May, your family goes on a family vacation. And like last year, you wanted to save $5,000, but you ended up paying your sister's way to the cruise and it really put a dent in your savings. And then you just like threw the whole thing away because then you spent too much money because you went to Mexico. You know what I mean? Like, so if you know that, if you know that your family vacation is coming up, just say like, hey, maybe have a conversation with your sister. Maybe put your tight budget aside and say like, hey, I don't have it right. You know, I don't have the money for this right now. I have other things going on. But even just having the mental clarity, having the game plan ahead of time can really, really set you up for success and really help you stick on the plan, stay on the wagon. So you don't have to keep repeating, repeating, repeating the same mistakes. And also get really clear on what motivates you. I think, um, I was listening to a podcast, actually, (laughs) and they talked about um, knowing your motivation style. And um, the man on the podcast was saying, we are either carrot people or stick people. And that was like huge for me. So the analogy is you're a rabbit. Are you motivated to move by the carrot, which is the good things? Like if I hit my savings goal this month, I'm going to, I don't even know, I'm going to treat myself to something nice or are you motivated by the stick which is like negative consequences so like if I don't do this then I don't get to go to the concert with all my friends you know like knowing which way you kind of lean and what motivates you the best is a great way to make sure that you stick to the plan because then if you're clear on what motivates you and you're clear about what has held you back in the past you can set up reinforcements along the along the way to not only like keep you motivated, but kind of like give you guardrails so that you don't fall off the wheel or off the wagon. So yeah, that is basically how to workshop your financial goal. It's like I said, normally it's past, present, and future, but when you're workshopping a financial goal, it's a future, which is like get specific, clear on your why, your present, what's your plan, what habits do you need to build, do you have room, you know, is there flexibility built into your budget, Um, and then your past, which is what's held you back before and what motivates you. You really, really need all three to make sure that you build a sustainable financial plan and something that you're actually going to stick to. Um, 
So those are my tips for building or workshopping your own financial plan. Um, I'd love to know what you guys think about this episode. Like I said, this podcast is very new. I'm here for all the suggestions because um, I really just want to serve you and give you the resources, the advice, the clarity um, for the things that you're actually working on. Um, I also want to say if you are currently working on a financial goal, if you feel like, if you're feeling stuck in this area right now, doors are actually open to my Money Confident course, um, which is a deep dive into this exact topic. So figuring out your own custom financial plan, you know, we build the habit, we build the budgets together, we figure out what's standing in your way to help. And not only that, but you have the motivation, you have weekly group coaching calls um, to kind of give you the support and accountability that you need. I feel like a lot of times when we are going at this alone, it's so easy to quit on the goal because maybe you haven't told anybody or maybe, you know, when things get hard, you don't have someone to cheer you along the way. So that's kind of my solution for that. Like I said, it's a money confident course. Um, we start June 1st. So you still got a couple weeks to, you know, join in if you'd like to be with us. Um, I'd love to see you in there. But otherwise, I will talk to you guys super, super soon. Like I said, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It is a true, true dream of mine um, to be able to talk to you every single week. Um, and so have a great day. Stay money confident. Talk soon. And that's a wrap. Thanks again for tuning in to the Money Confident Podcast. My sincerest hope for the show is that you get the tools, the tricks, the kick in the ass that you need to bring your dream to life. I'm so, so thankful that you're here. Talk soon.